Hey guys, thank you very much for coming across to another episode in our podcast. I know we just had a start there. I was just trying to connect all my devices and so on. Um, today, we are, going to, we are going to be talking about uh, toxic shame and shame with yeah. Narupa. Um, so guys, thank you very much. I know we are here live on Instagram. We are live on Facebook. Um, and we are, as usual, on my podcast. Um, Narupa, how are you going? I'm good, Randy. Right, so and today we are talking about a topic that um, I'm learning, I'm still developing, um, I'm still trying to understand it to the fullest. You know, we understand it to, up to a certain amount and so on. And that topic is called toxic shame. Um, so, you know, we, we Google all as much information as we can get. We, we read as much books as we can get. Um, but shame is something I just find not enough people have a conversation around that particular topic of toxic shame. Um, so that's why I, I choose to have this conversation with you, Narupa. Um, and just, just you know, we're just talking about it. We're just trying to get your understanding of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show my two pieces about it. And so all those who are here, if you have any questions on toxic shame, Narupa is right here and Narupa is going to help us to understand the word toxic shame. So all, of, all those who are on my Instagram, thank you for coming out. Those who are on my Facebook Live, thank you for coming out again. And those who are on my podcast page, um, you are here, and I want to say thank you very much. Um, Narupa, um, what is your understanding of the word shame or toxic shame in a whole? Well, first, let's look at what shame is. Yes, so, shame is an unpleasant emotion or negative feeling that right. we have about ourselves. It is linked to bad self evaluation and causes us to feel not good enough undeserving and incompetent. So experiencing shame is very uncomfortable and it has the ability to change the way we see ourselves. We feel shame when we get criticized about an integral part of our character, our intellect, appearance or personality, or when we experience something that leaves us feeling poorly about ourselves. So shame is something that we feel because of an experience. So toxic shame now is a little more in-depth, right? Toxic shame, well, shame is one of those feelings that we experience and gradually recover from. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if we may not actually completely forget the experience, we get over it gradually. However, when shame is regularly experienced by those we rely on for support and acceptance, it becomes toxic. So it's periodic. It is ingrained. It is drilled in you. Toxic shame can lead to feelings of depression and anxiety, low self-esteem as well. Right. Yes. It negatively affects your sense of self. It can affect your relationships and basically how you interact with people and how you let people in. And I noticed that shame is something people don't bring up, but I think it's because they can't really pinpoint it. Okay. Right. So think about it as, you know, people say things to us, it embarrasses us and we feel we feel ashamed. However, when you are constantly being put down and ridiculed, especially as a young child, you look up, you have parents, you have caregivers and you look up to them for emotional support, for guidance and they say hurtful things. It sticks it sticks well into adulthood. And that is what toxic shame is. Okay, okay, okay. So it's like, 
so we so what we understand is that shame is like an emotion right mm-hmm. um that affects us um well into from from young age well into the adulthood right and uh, with, with this topic of shame what, what is like the characteristics of it can we like observe it can we see it coming from afar is it something that you know we can learn from it on some what how what is the character characteristics of this shame it is deep and long lasting okay right it can also manifest in physical symptoms like unexplained bodily pain stomach issues heart palpitations headaches so those are like psychosomatic yes. experiences from this shame right right it can be hidden in your subconscious and something may happen and it will come out so you have a trigger that brings it out and you may react negatively to that you get yeah. a panic attack you get withdrawn or you lash out right the shame may also be associated with images beliefs or voices from your childhood that creates a negative personal narrative for you in your head right so the shame you experience you remember a couple of um session, podcasts ago you were talking about our dialogue our internal dialogue yes 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 right yes. so because of that experience we have we create a dialogue for ourselves you know i'm not good enough i am stupid right yes so let me give you an example for example um as a child growing up um you're given a task to do mm-hmm. for example to clean your room and you do it but you didn't do it exactly how say your parent would want you to do it okay right so instead of saying you know next time you clean your room you could probably put the shelf back in order mm-hmm. but instead you hear you can't clean your room properly are you lazy are you stupid you don't understand yeah. so you understand these are two different things right you're attacking the person and not the task yeah and we we keep hearing these things about ourselves we're stupid we're not good enough and you grow up thinking that so this is how a lot of people experience it but they don't they can't put the pin on it exactly what it is they're experiencing and why right and this this spirals out of control and affects other dimensions of their lives their work job performance relationships with other people right perceptions right, right. of self and it goes on because of these early experiences because right. of toxic shame so that what you just explained it as when the, when the, sometimes our caregivers the parents grandparents uh, guardians at a very young age when they put us down and sort of talk about how if why, why why so stupid so why why so you know why why so don't see her why why you like that you know that is yes. that is like a, a toxic type of shame then mm-hmm. right and and i i get to understand that to a certain degree because i was trying to understand there's that difference between toxic shame and ordinary shame like for instance we give an example let me just see you want to run out the road in your underwear right you just want you just want to walk out the road and run out the road, run out the road in your, on your on your on your underwear no shame now will tell you hey what going on i ain't going out that road in so shame is like informing you that hey you know what pull on some clothes and run out the road don't just go out the road and that type of shame is like the ordinary type of shame so that's like a informative type of shame but mm-hmm. shame now is when you get that negative put down from guardians and from 
individuals around you just put you down negatively, talking about how you're stupid, you can't make it, you're not good enough, and X, Y, Z. So all those type of things, I got, to, I get to understand is like toxic shame. And, and right. And in that case, you don't even want to go out the road. Yes. With or without clothes. Yes. 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 But what, what, from your perspective, do you have any other ideas between toxic shame and the ordinary shame? Do you have any other type of analogy or? Well, I would say ordinary shame. You know, you feel embarrassed about something and right. it gradually you deal with it, you get over it. Right. I mean, you might not forget the incident that made you feel ashamed in the first place. However, with toxic shame, it is there. Okay. It does not go away. It's in the back of your mind. Back, okay. And it seeps into your emotions. Yes. And something may happen, say you experience um, a trigger, something that may trigger you to remind you of when you were small and you were being you know, put down and you act out, you will withdraw, you know, so you react physically to what you, what happening inside you and what you're feeling. Oh, okay. 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 So basically again, once again, toxic shame lasts mm -hmm. a long period of time to the point where it, it's, it's in the back of your mind, you're constantly rem you're remembering it and constantly mm -hmm. telling yourself, okay, or it, like an inner critic that constantly yes. reminds you of a the bad negatives. inner critic. Yes, the bad inner critic that constantly reminds you of the negativity that you experience. So therefore, just explain to me once more again, um, and for our audience, what is the dangers of toxic shame? I know you mentioned a little bit about it, but if you could just give me a little bit more idea, what is the, the, the dangers of toxic shame? Well, toxic shame, it distorts your sense of self. Yes. And it can affect the way right. you feel about yourself. It can affect how you interact in relationships and it generally distorts your outlook on life. It isolates you. When shame is regularly inflicted, it forces you to withdraw away from people or avoid situations yeah. just to protect yourself from emotional injury. However, you also withdraw from people who can help you. So you're even more isolated. Right, toxic right. shame, as we um, as ex I explained just now, it seeps into your emotions. Shame is accompanied by a sense of outrage at the way we have been treated. However, being unable to voice it, it is pent up, right? And when it is pent up, the anger may come out and be directed at people who are not even responsible for the shaming. Right. So it takes the form of emotional outbursts self-destructive behaviors and even self-harming behaviors so this is the acting out of it you know when something something builds up so much it has to come out somewhere or the other usually it may be a little trigger something insignificant and as it you erupt right. Right? right yeah 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 sadness embarrassment fear and anxiety are often common emotional responses to toxic shame that can become all-encompassing, mm -hmm. permanently consuming, and putting everything else in a negative light. So you just don't want to interact with people. You're fearful, actually, right, yeah. of interactions. Yeah. And you have low self-confidence, really low self-confidence, right? Also, when you experience shame that you can't really deal with, Right. Yeah. There's a tendency to develop negative coping mechanisms, negative meaning things like um, substance abuse, for example, 
in an effort to cope with what we're dealing with, we tend to turn to something that is easy to help us numb the pain. But um, with bad coping mechanisms, it exactly. usually makes things worse. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Yeah. So, also, we yeah. spoke about it affecting good relationships. Yes. Because you tend to stay away from people. You yeah. can't trust anybody. Yeah, true. You see... And the depression, the anxiety, the low self-esteem, yeah, does it, does it essentially. It affects how we feel about ourselves and not in a good way. Mm -hmm. I, and just by hearing you speak, Narupa, I, I, I get to understand that, you know, we're hearing complex post-traumatic stress disorder, right? As, as, as some of the, the end results, mm -hmm. toxic shame. No, we're hearing a lot of um of of, of CPTSD, of uh, you know, we're hearing a lot of low self-esteem that could come yeah. up of toxic shame. And as, as you mentioned, bad relationships, right? Can be not be able to maintain relationships all because of this toxic shame that's been coming up from, from way back when, when he was a teenager or younger than that, growing up. You know, we never and then you know we talk about coping styles. You know, we didn't use the right coping style to handle it. And therefore, it, 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 we have been put down and we use the wrong coping style. And then, you know, we end up into a, a negative mental attitude growing up. And so, and therefore, we break down, we isolate ourselves. That is very good information because what we're observing here now is that um, toxic shame is really, really something that we need to deal with. And we need to have, need to have more conversations around that, that toxic shame, especially coping mechanism or coping styles or how to handle it and so we already talk about where it come from you know from the, the from the from the parents or guardians or our um, immediate surroundings that literally try to bring us down right with, with with negative words negative influences that causes us to have negative coping styles to handle it so we already have an idea where the toxic shame originates but um when it comes to healing from it, right? What are some of your methods, or what are some of the things that you observe on how to heal from toxic shame? First, you need to identify the root cause of the shame. Okay. In order to fully remove shame from your psyche, yeah. you must know what put it there in the first place. This may be something very painful to consider, but you need to face it because in order for you to address it. Yeah. You need to identify the genesis. Where did it come from? How did it start? Right. And you will find yourself going through your memories, your recollections and experiences. And, you know, you pull out the pivotal scenes that actually made you feel bad, made you feel worthless. Because shame, toxic shame comes about because of reinforced negativities. Is not just a one-off. It's right. something that is drilled into you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It may be different experiences, but the narrative is always the same. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. Right, right. Right? So you need to identify it first. Okay. Okay. Then you have to understand. You see, self-talk is something, and we, we talked about this a lot. Yes. It is the narrative we construct for ourselves. Yeah. Right? We, yes. hear, we hear from caregivers that, you know, you're not good enough. And 
we feel it. However, upon reflection, from then to now, you achieve a lot of things. Yeah. You've had new experiences. Right. And all these things shape who you become. Right? So we need to learn to incorporate our achievements and the benefits of being us into our narrative. Right? I am ambitious. Mm -hmm. I am healthy. I have drive. I have goals I want to achieve. Don't mind. Um, they tell me I was dancing a little bit, but um, I try hard. Because of that, yeah. I try really hard. Yeah, I had to try harder than most, but right. I did it, you know, so I've achieved something. Yes. You can't be stupid forever. Right. You yeah. know what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't be clumsy forever. You know, you learn from that. Yeah, in order to avoid it in the future, you learn from that. Yes. So changing your narrative because you are your own worst critic, right? Changing your narrative is important because we have the ability to tell, tell ourselves, yes, we are good enough. We can do it, right? And um, Randy, you, you spoke about that so much. And I think... Um, yeah, we need to do an entire a podcast on that because it is pivotal self talk. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We could, we could. Another thing is you have to be patient with yourself. Healing doesn't come overnight. Remember, you endured years of abuse. Years. Yeah. yeah. Healing doesn't come in an instant. It's not magic. It takes time. You take time, and it's very tedious work. Right, it doesn't happen in one sitting in a session. Um, is a lot of work, is a lot of work. But the thing is, you need to be consistent, you yeah. need to strive for perfection and strive for betterment. Get a little book, right? You write down your experiences, you yeah. write down how you feel yeah. when these instances, when these experiences happened, right? On reflection, you write about how you feel about it now, and you move from there. What you want to change about how you feel, what you want to change about how you interact with people around you. And it's little steps. Sometimes it's hard, it's really difficult to pinpoint it, and you may need professional help. And um, why I say that, yeah. I've had a lot of clients who have symptoms, they, they have depression, they have anxiety, they have really low self esteem. Right. And yeah. they have been, I wouldn't say they just, surviving right but these feelings of worthlessness and hopelessness are there and you're trying to understand where it come from yeah. until you do a really good history and you go back to tell me about your relationship with your parents right and then it comes out then it comes out they can't really pinpoint why it is i feeling like that you know i always used to feel sad i always depressed but how did it start? And that is why it's so important getting a full history. So be patient, right? Also be mindful of the process. Right. It takes a lot of self-reflection and also a lot of forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself. When people hold you up to a particular standard and you don't meet that, you feel like you let other people down. But the reality is, you don't let anybody down. If mm. they want to hold you up to a particular light and compare you 
And then when you don't meet it, they put you down and ridicule you. That's their business, mm. you know? Yeah. At this point, we're adults now and we are responsible for how we see ourselves and how we move forward. Yes. And yeah. it's a big responsibility. It's a lot of work, but only we could do that. Right. Wow. I mean, there's some really wonderful and you know information, and we are blessed to have Narupa here because we're talking about toxic shame, right? And how it affects our life and how to heal from it. So what we gather is that healing from toxic shame takes time. Healing from toxic shame is 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 something that we it doesn't happen overnight, right? And we talk about self-talk as a means to, to help with it. Um, counteracting the negative words that we've been hearing all our life, right? And then they have the negative self-talk um, as the negative inner critic that constantly give, remind us of the negative words that we heard, you know? So um, this is something that is really powerful and um, that, that we need guys to understand more and have more dialogue and conversation out, out towards on, on, on the word toxic shame, because toxic shame is something that affects our lives. Um, sometimes it could be uh, a negative boss who come down on you with negative words. You're stupid. Why are you so, you know, and these kind of things that, that constantly, and, is, and as Narupa said, it's something that, that, that is repeated constantly. And then it, when it's repeated, repeated constantly, it, it, it internalizes in our mind that, um, hey, this is who you are. And then, therefore, we, we, we tend to internalize it. Um, sometimes, Narupa, I use cognitive behavior therapy to help with this in, in my clinic. Um, sometimes we use mindful meditation. We, use the, we even use self-talk, uh, affirming words, to help to silence the inner critique and so on. So some of, these are some of the things that we use to help with toxic shame, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I even, I have to try to... Like, teach my clients what is toxic shame and and, 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 and and where it came from and how to how to manage it and how to manage getting your inner critique, especially your inner critique. Um, but Narupa, thank you very much. I think we talk a lot about this. Um, we have to do something on self-talk, Narupa, so soon. Yes, definitely. I will contact you on that maybe sometime in December or month end or whatever. We're doing something on self-talk. That is really important for people to understand how this Thing about toxic shame and, and mental health is important. Um, so, Narupa, once again, some people may want to know how to reach out to you. Um, how the, can they reach out to you, Narupa? I can be contacted at 791-9465 and my website is invenitherapy.com. So, Brandy, you could post a link in the description yeah, sure. below. As usual. Yeah, as usual, I will post all them links. Guys, you'll get links on my podcast page, on my website page, um, YouTube page, Facebook. Um, no, Facebook, yeah, well, Facebook. I'll try, I'll try this book and post it on Facebook. If not, then, because I'm not really on Facebook that much. I'm on Instagram, for sure. You'll get on Instagram. You'll get on Instagram, guys, for sure. Um, so, guys, thank you very much for coming across. If you want to reach out to me, um, I'm Self-Help Mastery Project. That's my website page, email, Instagram. Um, twit, Twitter, all over, guys. Just reach out to me on Self Help Mastery Project. Um, guys, thank you very much for all those who just stick with us. Um, my contact information is 868 Send me a WhatsApp, guys. Let's talk and let's see what's happening out there. 
And let's get some feedback from you guys as to what is happening when it comes to your mental health. How can we help? What, what are the conversations that you would like us to continue having concerning mental health? All right, guys, thank you very much. Um, now you for just stay on. Um, guys, thank you very much. And I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>